This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm John Sears. The college basketball season is over. Keith won the office pool. I wonder what he got the staff with his winnings. I'm Michael Admire, and I have no idea. I haven't heard from Keith in days. He said he wasn't sure if he's coming back. Ugh. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. Welcome into Sound Off. John Sears, Michael Admire, as we, men we mentioned. Keith is uh, nowhere to be found. He won the office pool. We haven't heard from him for a couple days. Uh, could be partying in Vegas. We're just not really sure right now. That's a pretty good uh, prize for the office pool. I didn't know it was that much. It's a lot of money. Uh, as you can tell, I got my, Looking good. my green master's coat You have on won today. it. I won it. I won it last year as well. I, I seem to win it every year, but it's an annual tradition now. Wear the green jacket. Of course, another great day at the Masters. We'll get to that in a few minutes. But uh, kind of a, just a, a, an odd time of the year for sports. You got golf. You got Major League Baseball. You got the NCAA tournament wrapping up. You got spring football. A whole bucket full of stuff going on. And there's snow everywhere. I mean, all throughout the Midwest, it has just put a complete damper on the spring sports. High school sports getting canceled. Snow at the Iowa game. I Cubs lost two games this weekend, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's just it's been a mess. We we just need to kind of get back on schedule, back on track. Yeah, Mother Nature, get to, get your act together. All right, hot topic. Patrick Reed is your Masters champion. Reed holds off Ricky Fowler and Jordan Spieth to win his first major. Tiger Woods was never in contention, but Woods boosted TV ratings and fired a final round 69. He's getting close. What did you think of the Masters? Did Rory choke again? Do you think Tiger will win again? Sound off now, 282-9010. It's time now for I Think. The weather outside feels like football weather, and that's what I'm going to talk about, specifically the state of youth football. Concussion talk has been dominating the headlines for years, and now numerous states are taking it up a notch. Illinois, New York, New Jersey, and California have proposed legislation to ban tackling for children 12 years of age or younger. Nothing has passed yet. In fact, just late last month, the state of Maryland killed a bill that would have barred tackle football. Like it or not, these are discussions states and football organizations will be having for years to come. I have three kids, two boys. Full disclosure, my kids will not be playing football. I have nothing against football. I love the sport. It's my favorite sport to cover as a journalist. But for my wife and I, the risks of head injuries outweigh the reward. Opponents of tackle bands argue the sport becomes even riskier for 13 and 14 year olds that have never tackled before. They're probably right. Some say it's un-American for government to control child activities. Football has already taken big steps to increase safety. Better helmets, concussion protocol, emphasis on heads-up football training and development. But the problem is, football will always be a violent sport where players get hit in the head. There's no way around it. The violence and hitting are part of the appeal. No matter the equipment or training, there will always be injuries. 
only so much can be done outside of barring tackling altogether, which would essentially end the game of football. The bottom line is this, playing football is a choice for every player and parent. Safety will continue to improve, but if you sign up to play football, you know the risks. Many play the sport and suffer no ill effects. Others are not so lucky, but that's a choice every participant has to make. Well said, John. Uh, let me be the first to admit, I'm still not sure what I was watching in Iowa City this weekend. Yeah, I know it was the Freestyle World Cup, but what's up with the scoring? Wrestling's multiple and sometimes unclear scoring formats are a major roadblock for the average fan and a frustration among legitimate fans. But that's an issue for another day because the World Cup was great. This weekend, thousands of diehard wrestling fans made the pilgrimage. One group of guys I met road tripped from Chicago to root on their native country of Mongolia. Now, I don't think anyone left Iowa City without snapping a selfie with Dan Gable's statue or actually seeing the living, breathing Dan Gable. Former Nebraska wrestler Jordan Burroughs said, quote, I love it here. It's the mecca of wrestling. Three-time NCAA champion Jaden Cox called Iowa Wrestling Nation. And because of petty politics, the two teams that combined for the previous eight World Cups watched from their couches. Their loss. The weekend culminated with the red, white, and blue winning for the first time in 15 years. Yet the loudest cheer all weekend might have been for Hawkeye freshman and national champion Spencer Lee. Yes, the Hawkeye program has recently been on the downswing, but the World Cup was a, was a reminder why the standard is so high. Iowa City is wrestling's capital, and it doesn't take a wrestling fan to understand that. Yeah, Michael, you were over there, and I watched it on TV. It seemed like a really cool event. It was not a huge, uh, I should say, a sellout or a huge attended no. event. Uh, I think there was, you know, six to 7,000 fans, but these are diehard wrestling fans, and you know and I know fan, wrestling fans are different than, than any other fan. They, they get loud, they get rowdy, and they know their sport. <laughs> and, yeah, they're so passionate about the sport. Uh, 6,500 there, I believe, on Saturday when I was there. Most of the lower bowl was empty. You know, lower bowl is, you know, 50-50. But the roars from the crowd, the cheers from the crowd, the passion, you know, the, the coaching from the sidelines yeah. was more intense than any sporting event I have seen there in a long time, uh, whether it's – you know, basketball or even Iowa wrestling. It, it was really intense, a really, really special event over there. And I, I went into it kind of hoping, or not hoping, but I went into it with kind of a negative feel. I, di I didn't know what it was going to be. I thought, yeah. uh, you know, uh, the, the crowds look, you know, shallow and not that big. You know, wrestling fans need to turn out for something this cool. Uh, and then I got there, and it completely changed my mind. Yeah, wrestling at Carver-Hawkeye is one of the loudest things that I've ever heard in that arena. Uh, basketball is always good, but, man, you get a good wrestling match in there between Iowa, Oklahoma State, Iowa, Penn State, and it's a good one, and it's 13,000 in there. It gets loud, and it gets really loud. Austin, I should say, Bob in Des Moines. Bob, you're on line one. Bob, what do you want to say about wrestling? Hey, Bob, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I just wanted to check in with you guys and see if you guys had heard anything about Austin DeSanto from Drexel transferring to Iowa. He was uh, he was seen in the stands with Spencer Lee this weekend. Well, if he was seen in the stands with Spencer Lee, then that's uh, 
I don't want to say a good omen, but I mean, if he's hanging out with the national champion, that's a good sign. If this guy's if this guy's legit and he wants to transfer to Iowa. Yeah, I don't have many wrestling. Well, you're sources. you're you're, <laughs> you're a wrestling aficionado, right? I mean, you were over there this weekend. I mean, give, yeah. give us your, your take. Down, yeah, just down. A, a one day wrestling aficionado. Uh, that was it, John. <laughs> one done. All right, time for lookalikes with a local connection. Tiny ref judges. Bill Kerrigan says our own Keith Murphy, who. We have no idea where he is. Looks like That's his missing new picture. UConn basketball coach Dan Hurley. Tiny ref. Look at that. I think the glasses do it. And maybe the lack of hair. <laughs> Chris says local businessman and Democratic candidate for governor Fred Hubble. Looks like actor Dennis Quaid. Tiny ref. Two winners. At a time when we're divided on just about everything, this has been one place where we were all connected, and now it's losing its voice. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. We asked people what sporting event in April is the best and why. Julie writes, if you are currently watching the Masters, then you will know why the answer is the Masters. Man versus Augusta is sports drama at its finest. Denton writes, opening day, specifically St. Louis, is full of optimism, pageantry, and excitement for all involved. Most importantly, it's the end of spring training. Talking about the St. Louis Cardinals. With social media dominating the way people get their news, newspapers continue to make cutbacks and lose talented writers. And that's exactly what's bugging Andy. Another fine writer is leaving the Des Moines Register. That's a headline that no longer is surprising, let alone shocking. But this time, it's a little more concerning because this writer is columnist Kyle Munson. And he's not leaving because he's retiring. He's my age. He's leaving to take a job at principal. Now, they're not wasting his talent on a desk job. He's got a special one carved out. So I'm not worried for Kyle. I'm worried for the rest of us. If Kyle Munson is only the fourth Iowa columnist at the Register since World War II, and he's only been in the position for eight years, how long will his replacement be there? How long until the position is gone forever? Whether you read the Iowa column or not, just having it there has always been reassuring. It's a story of real Iowans, often happy, usually touching, but always an authentic connection that we could make with the subject and then with each other. When news crews show up in small towns, citizens worry that we're there to cover bad news and they're apprehensive. When Kyle or his predecessor showed up, it made people happy. Reading the Iowa column was as real an Iowa experience as having a $1.50 glass of beer at a small town supper club before a Friday prime rib. Warm and inviting and as rich as it is simple. The Iowa column has been a place where we read feel-good stories about people we'd never hear of any other way. And we finished it feeling like our political and social divides weren't so deep. I understand that Kyle's position will be filled, and we need it to be. We need to know that it's still there for us, like a grandmother's embrace or the feel of our old baseball glove. It's a place where we still fit no matter how the rest of our life has changed. I wish Kyle the best of luck and hope that he's successful in moving on, but for the rest of us, we should move on. We should hang on to the legacy of the Iowa column 
because it's one of the few places where we have found nothing but common threads. And they've quit making those kinds of places. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Andy, thanks. Up next, more live calls. Craig in Des Moines, hang out. We'll get to you in just a minute. Plus, who's in your five? Where does the Sandlot rank on my favorite baseball movies? Give us a call, 282-9010, to sound off. Who's in your five? Baseball season is underway. My five favorite baseball movies. Number five, The Natural. Robert Redford as Roy Hobbs. My Little League AAU baseball teams were nicknamed The Knights because of this movie. Love the lightning bolt on the, uh, on the, the lightning bolt patch on the sleeve, too. You seen this movie? Nope. Got to see it. You're a baseball fan. It's a good one. Number four, Major League. Oh, J Jake Taylor, Pedro Serrano, Ricky Vaughn, Willie Mays Hayes, Dorn, the terrible Indians. Win it all with a bunch of no-namers. You've seen this one, right? Uh, of course. Major many times. Too many times. Instant classic. Love Major League. Number three, <laughs> The Sandlot. Love this movie. Got it for my kids. Benny the Jet pickles the beast. Squints. Yeah, yeah. Wendy Peppercorn. You're killing me, Smalls. Just a great, great baseball new movie. Number two, Bull Durham. Kevin Costner as Crash Davis. Nuke Lelouch. Susan Sarandon. Love and minor league baseball great classic baseball movie that never gets old. And number one, Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will come. Another Costner gem, plus the movie was filmed in Iowa, which makes it even better. I'm a gigantic baseball fan, and that just, I'm embarrassed. I, How many of those have you seen? Two. Have you seen Field of Dreams? No. You have not seen Field of Dreams? I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I've not seen Field of Dreams. I've been, just been told it's on Netflix. So now I have something to do tonight. <laughs> you have not seen Field. You love baseball. I know. You, I, you live in Iowa. Yeah, I get You've it. Never I, seen all those things are true, but I haven't. I've seen. Uh, the, you got the rookie, uh, rookie of the year. I've, I've seen all those, but. But you haven't seen my number one movie. Mm -mm. All right, let's try to move on from that. That's embarrassing. And okay. Uh, Craig, Craig in Des Moines wants to talk some Masters golf. Craig, what did you think about the uh, final round today with Patrick Reed? Oh, I thought it was great. It was a really wonderful ending there. And um, whether Tiger will win or not, I, I was thinking, you know, I've watched every match he's ever been in. And he's been out for, what, 700 days or something. Then he comes back, plays just a few tournaments, yep. already has a second and a fourth. I mean, come on, how many people could do that? You know, any, any uh, tour pro or whatever. Yeah, not many. So you, yeah. you, you think you think Tiger's got enough? Can he win another major? Well, I think he has a real shot at a major. That's if his body holds up. This fusion that he had seems to be working great. So yeah, you know, that's I think that's the whole thing right there. Is uh, physically can he do it? You know? Yeah, yeah. Craig, thanks so much for the call. I'm with you. I'm a huge Tiger fan. I grew up with Tiger in, in the late '90s when he really started going, started rolling. I played golf in high school. He changed the game of golf. He's 42 years old. Father time is catching up to him, but if he can stay healthy, man, I, I think he can win again. But to see him on the weekend and in contention a little bit, not 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 fully in contention, but if he can get in contention in a couple majors, man, it's going to be fun to watch him. This was a really good weekend for golf. I know they're anticipating the best. Uh, Sunday ratings in a, in a long time. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they play out. But just having Tiger in the field brought eyes to the sport. 
and it was a great finish, or a very good finish to say the least. Uh, you had two very popular, uh, two popular guys in the you know within a couple strokes. Yeah, Jordan uh, Spieth and Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Yep, and then uh, Pat Patrick Reed played a beautiful game all weekend. He has an interesting story to go uh, you know along with his play. So, uh, not a perfect weekend for golf. If Tiger and Phil are in the mix, going down the going down to the end, if you know Rory or uh, Ricky or Spieth, one of those big name guys. If they win it, it's a really good weekend for golf. But uh, I think they're gonna be pleased with how all the ratings shake out after this. And Tiger did just enough. He did just enough to make us believe he can win a major coming up soon. He's gonna win, he's gonna win something. And yeah. I, I kinda like Patrick Reed, you know why? Just cause he doesn't really look like a lot of the golfers. You know, Tiger's all built, he's in shape. Same thing with Spieth and Ricky. These guys, you can tell they work out a little bit. I don't know if Patrick Reed is doing many push-ups and stuff, but, but man, he kind of looks like the weekend golfer we all like. Yeah, he's like a uh, like a country breakfast yeah. type of guy. Yeah. Just a little chubby, a little, little soft in the midsection, soft features in the face. He, he was but hit, he, he tore it up. He was hitting these fades like a little helicopter swing, not your traditional swing, but, man, he got the job done, and he played. He played really well, and uh, I wasn't sure if he was going to do it. I thought Rory might come back and get him, but uh, hats off to Patrick Reed. All yeah, right. Speeth. Yeah, Spieth well, was I, on tear. Yeah, oh, I, I, I thought Rory coming, would come back and get him today, you know, when he was only a few yes. back. Because was, Rory was talking a little trash yesterday, but he, uh, <laughs> he choked a little bit today. All right, coming up, more live calls, plus LeBron James and Nick Saban go head-to-head -head in the barbershop. That's next in face-off. Sound off right now, 282-9010. You can always email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Is April the best sporting month of the year? NCAA championship game, MLB gets underway, the Masters, spring football. Too bad the weather sucks. That's from Willis in Greenfield. All right. October and January sneaky too. Yeah, they're good. Time to bounce around some more topics. We call it face-off. John, earlier this week, Hawkeye basketball player Isaiah Moss caught everyone off guard by declaring for the NBA draft. Moss won't hire an agent so he can return. This is a little surprising. It is, but I think we need to start accepting it as the norm in college basketball. Moss really has no chance of getting drafted, but if he can get valuable feedback from NBA scouts on his game, there's no harm in declaring. I think he'll be back. No shame in testing the game, right? Lebr LeBron James, that was bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> LeBron James sent a cease and desist order to Nick Saban and Alabama over their similar barbershop online shows. Yeah. LeBron has a show called The Shop, which is basically a roundtable barbershop debate. Alabama just released a show called Shop Talk, which also takes place in a barbershop. Does James have a case? No. LeBron needs to take a step back on this. He's wrong. I like LeBron, but he sounds petty. His show is not the first barbershop roundtable show. No one can own a barbershop setting for a show. Heck, there was a movie called Barbershop that came out 16 years ago. Come on, LeBron. Come on, LeBron. Villanova won the NCAA title over Michigan, but the ratings for the game were at an all-time low. Are you surprised? I'm not. Villanova is great, but they aren't quite a blue blood. Combine that with the game being over two minutes into the second half. 
only being on cable and the late start, and it all equals low ratings. Jay Wright can coach, though. He can. He might be the best coach in the country. The Minnesota Twins got all riled up this week when Orioles rookie Chance Sisko bunted in the ninth inning, trailing 7-zip. It was only their second hit of the game for Baltimore. You okay with the unwritten rules of baseball? This one? No, no, I'm not. I think it's stupid. The Twins had a shift on, so Cisco did the smart thing and got on base by bunting. What if that sparks a rally? We teach kids to play smart all the way to the end of the game. Unless, of course, you're now playing baseball, then you're apparently just supposed to play dumb and quit early when losing. <laughs> Come on, Twins. You're better than that. Over-under. Overrated. MLB opening day. I love baseball, but the weather is miserable. We've talked about it. Half the ballparks it's me, snowing. Half the ballparks it's snowing. There's also 162 games to play. Underrated, NCAA Women's Final Four. Notre Dame won on a buzzer beater. Last year, Mississippi State won on a buzzer beater in the Final Four. These are usually really, really good games. That was fantastic, and I was in, like, rural Missouri. Oh, gosh. This does not mean that your show is number one. It means you have one minute remaining. So keep it tight and keep it simple. Simple, I'm out. All right. That's my first time on the show in a while. I'm getting... Easy, tiny ref. All right, all right. Uh, do we have the Eagle Cam? I think we have the Eagle Cam. Oh, yes. Um, Eagle Cam available? Eagle Cam. Here it is. Oh, it's awake? That is majestic in the snow. This is what we can see, folks. Uh, when it's bad weather, the Eagle's awake. And uh, now rumor has it his brother was in Minnesota the other day. And I think we have video of that. Yep. The Eagle's brother was in Minnesota. As American as it gets. Um, he, there he is. Here he is. He's, he's oh, a, boy. He's attacking Mariner's pitcher. I believe that's... James Paxton. Paxton is Canadian. So he deserved it. That's probably that. why. He deserved it. He's not a fan of Eaglets. He clearly not. Alrighty. Well, uh, hopefully oh. Brother Eagle is doing better uh, now in the nest. Eaglets are doing well. <laughs> but uh, all right. That'll do it for us. We are back next week and we hope you are too. I'm excited about this. We'll leave you with the sound off send off. It's a yodeling in Walmart for warmer weather. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.